Cardi B. We just watched a Cardi B video where she is interviewed by Jimmy Fallon on The Tonight Show, oh which God. is the first time I've watched it. And I, it, if you haven't watched it, it's worth it just to make yourself, A, feel better about your mental capacity, and <laughs> B, make you feel worse about yourself. <laughs> So much richer than yeah, she's all of so us. So much more money and is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just make sounds. Just make sounds. It works. Mm-hmm. But I mean, love that Bruno Cardi B song. Yeah, it was really great. Wow. Went to the '90s. I love the In Living Colors throwback. Yeah. Fly Girls. It was great. So a big fan. Big fan of that. You know how we got to listen to that. Hmm. Because you asked Jared for it. Oh, that's true. What a great lead-in for today's childhood. I know. Well, I'm Sabrina. And I'm Audra. And, and this, this is basically the Basically, basically Podcast. about because this is Sabrina's topic idea Mm -hmm. and so I'm really interested to hear what your thoughts are so that I can respond because I wouldn't say I necessarily have a strong opinion right off the bat here yeah so so this off this is what I'm gonna say I've been married for 11 years Mm -hmm. 11 and a half years and I've been with Jared for 16 years and gosh, that is a long time. I know it's literally it's half, half my life. life. Mm-hmm. Wow. I have been with him. I'm about to have been with him more in my life than I've been without him. Okay, which is pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah. So high school sweethearts, you know, as you do. Um, so <clears throat> what I've learned in in this time is that romance movies are not real. That shit is not real. They don't know what you're thinking. They don't. Like, Jared never had... Like, he knows... It's weird. Okay, so let me go back. He knows what I'm thinking sometimes, and it's, like, creepy of, like, are you in my head? I don't understand how you can know what I'm thinking that, which I would have never told you I was thinking this. Mm -hmm. But in other instances, if there's something that you want, they don't know. Mm -hmm. They just, like, them writing you... This is my experience. Them writing you a love letter or a, like, bringing you flowers on a certain day or whatever. It's just... Like, that stuff, or if you need attention, you need romance, you're missing something in the relationship, like, they're not mind readers, and they don't know that. Mm-hmm. So, this is something that I have found, and it took a really long time, that you have to actually ask for what you want in the relationship, and it's totally okay. Mm-hmm. So, for example, Jared, my husband, is a gamer, and sometimes he will game for a week straight and I won't see him at all. Mm-hmm. And I'm 100% fine with that. Like, we have a very good... I think we have a healthy separation in our relationship of having mm-hmm. our own lives. But there'll, then there will be times where I go to tell him, I need attention now. I want your attention. I want you to spend at least three hours with me. Like, we need to have time together and have some fun together. And I need to laugh with you. So, but he would never have known that if I don't say it. Right? Okay. So, do you not have... Have you never found this where... Because there was a long time, very long time, where I was just always constantly disappointed by him. 
Okay. And I think it was because I thought I shouldn't have to tell him what I wanted. He should just know. And I think a lot of women feel that way. Okay. I would say I don't disagree because I, I partially agree and partially I think I'm just different. Okay. So 100%. If there's something you need in a relationship, you need to communicate that because if it's not happening automatically and you need it, then you need to communicate it and at least give the person a chance because if they can't provide it to you, you also need to know. Yeah, you, you need, need to, to know, that. You know So that, yeah. there are things, 100%, I think you need to be able to say, I need this mm-hmm. and communicate that. Or even less than need, like, I want this. Yeah. Um, I don't know what that is. Like, great example for me, I guess, would be I love Valentine's Day. I realize this is a Hallmark holiday, people. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate everyone who believes it as yeah. a Hallmark holiday. Right. And I love it as a love holiday. Yes. And so I know that Zerif will always give me flowers on Valentine's mm-hmm. Day. He thinks it's a stupid holiday. He thinks we have Valentine's Day every day to celebrate our love, yeah. which is lovely. But he knows that that needs to happen. Yeah. Like, it's important to you. important day And is it because you've told him you've had that conversation? No. See, that's where I would say I'm different from okay. you. I've never said, I need flowers. Okay. I've said, Valentine's Day is important to me. Okay. Yeah. And then I leave that to interpret. So when you said, I need attention, I need to spend three hours with you, yeah. I need to laugh... I've never said anything that specific. Really? No. So, I find that interesting. And I think, though... I don't think... It, just to be clear, it, I don't think it's bad. No, I think it's bad either. Either way. I just have never thought that specifically. Yeah. I think it really depends on who you're with, too. So, I mean, Zarif is... He and I, when we took Myers-Briggs, he and I have that similar personality, which mm-hmm. is much more, like, feeling, emotional, like, very uh, thoughtful kind of... Um, perspective whereas Jared is hyper logical right Mm -hmm. so for him me just saying like oh Valentine's Day is important to me would never be enough for him to really Mm -hmm. understand what I wanted and I would continually be disappointed because he didn't know this is exactly what I want right so that's why some of it though uh you wanting very specific things. Yeah, I think so. I think versus, it's my expectations. Right. Like, yeah. like I'm telling you, if next year Zarif decides to send me an edible arrangement or, or like something yeah. different instead of flour, yeah. that would be fine. The yeah. point is, I want something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, like, but, like, do you think that you're saying those specific things because you want those specific because things. I want those specific things because I think that if I leave it up to him mm-hmm. I will get a card from Hallmark that has he hasn't even signed but he says that it tells me everything that he feels <laughs> like that's what I will get and he thinks that that's enough because he did something like he brought it for me right uh-huh. and that's actually legitimately happened on multiple occasions sure so <laughs> I'm not exaggerating so that's why like I'd be very specific uh-huh. but I think it also expands past just your relationship like your um, your intimate relationship with your partner. Mm-hmm. I think in in other relationships with mm-hmm. your friends, with your family, with your coworkers, mm-hmm. with your job, like your boss, mm-hmm. it's really important to be able to say like, I want or need this in mm-hmm. this relationship. Yeah, and um, I think that people a lot of times feel that 
uh, my perspective is that people feel like they can't say those things or that mm. the other people would automatically know if they really knew them or those kind of things. Interesting. And I say that because that's what, definitely where I came from was he yeah. should have just known that this is not what I wanted. Hmm. I only pause because I, I would say I haven't thought about this a lot, so I'm really just processing how I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't say that I haven't, but I can't think of a time where I've said that to a friend before. Yeah. Um, maybe I just have really low expectations. <laughs> <laughs> Which sounds terrible because I have amazing friends. Yeah. Like, you are amazing. Like, I have amazing yes. friends. So yeah. It's not like... Uh, but I feel like... So, I've had to set boundaries with friends before. Uh-huh. Right? Of, like, when when we say we're going to meet at a certain time. Like, yeah. I need you to either show up at this time or be okay with the fact that we're going to change times or something mm-hmm. like that. Like, mm-hmm. or that I'm not going to give you full two mm-hmm. hours now that we've pushed back for 30 minutes or what? Yeah. I mean, whatever. Um, I think sometimes you have to like be able to say this is what I expect or or like or don't set up a time with me if you're not going to be there on, on that time and like I will ask of are you really going to make it or do you need it another 30 minutes later so that we can make sure that like we can actually get in the time that right. we, we want together or something like that or like with my boss of I need to stop taking this on you need to stop assigning this to me in this way I need you to ask me before you do something yeah like those things otherwise they just continue going on without you actually setting up to say this is what's important to me or this is what I need no I, I agree with you there like you need to be able to to communicate what you need yeah I agree yeah and I think particularly in your your intimate relationship with your partner it's like that's super important and that even goes into the even to the extent of sex like you should be communicating of this is what I like this is what I don't like or I want more of this and that's how you get a more fulfilled sex life. Otherwise, like, it could be terrible. Yeah, I guess to me, it, I think it kind of just falls all of it under regular communication. Yeah. Versus um, saying what I need. Yeah. Because I, I guess I just don't do that. <laughs> you don't say what you need? Is it because he already knows? Yeah, I think so. Okay. But there, I mean, so I think it's interesting because I think that I do believe that that is true and that there are people that are in relationships where the other person just is the perfect complement to them that knows those things and Uh understands, like, truly gets what it means to what, like, what romance means to them or whatever the the case is. Particularly when it comes to romance, I'll tell you, like, that's my biggest area Mm -hmm. of, hey, I need or want this. Yeah. Because um, Jared just doesn't understand it. Mm-hmm. And um, because it's not something that he would need. And I think that there are people out there in relationships with people who are like this or just like they just don't get it. They're on different, like, totally different levels. Yeah, totally different, different wavelengths. wavelengths on yeah. yeah, no, I get it. Yeah, I hear you. Which I think can be um, you being in just that the idea in general of being in a relationship with somebody who's so different than you. Yeah. Also presents an interesting dynamic and for sure challenge for sure. Yeah. Interesting. So, what kind of other things do you say you ask for? That I that I ask. Yeah, that you need. Um, most of the time it's that I need attention or, mm-hmm. so I also, I'm a big believer in the love languages. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I will say <clears throat> like, Hey, 
I haven't like words of affirmation is important to me. Yeah. And the way you're saying things is you know going against that or <clears throat> um and gifts is actually one of my two it's words of affirmation and gifts. So typically he'll go the gift route because worse <laughs> apparently words of affirmation is real hard for him. Um uh, <laughs> But, um, so it's a lot of, a lot of times it's around that, of mm-hmm. I am feeling like I'm not being fulfilled in this relationship because I don't think my needs are being met. Yeah. Um, and oftentimes that's the conversation that I'm having. So sometimes it's just like, Hey, I just feel like I haven't seen you in a week. So let's hang out yeah. and spend some time together. But other times it's like, my needs are not being met because of X, Y, and Z. So I'm letting you know so that you have two to three weeks to make a, do something about that. So I'm going to pretend, we're going to pretend I didn't have this conversation. And so you have a couple weeks where you can do that before I like blow up and then it becomes a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So because I think that um, particularly when we were younger, there's just so many expectations that I had on him that were really unrealistic. unrealistic. So do you not have that with three, four? You have somewhere in long lines of some unrealistic expectations of him? Of course I have unrealistic expectations of things. Like, oh, I don't know, anything. But... I guess I'm trying to think of some unrealistic expectations. Uh, no, I often feel like I have very realistic expectations that don't get met. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, but so talk about that. So So it's a realistic expectation for you that he's not meeting, but do you tell, you talk to him about that or do you just not talk about it? No, I would talk to him about that, and then he would agree that it's, that he messed up. Okay. <laughs> like, he's like, no, that's my bad. Like, I knew that. So it's not, like, yeah. like, that's why I'm saying it's realistic. Like, it would have been something either we talked about already. Yeah. Or something that would be normal. Like, a realistic expectation, I think, for both of us at this point, like I mentioned, is that I would get something on Valentine's Day. Right. If that didn't happen, yeah, I would say that's an unmet, realistic expectation. Yeah, both parties are understanding going in. Yeah, the needed outcome. Yeah. So that's the thing is that you have set the expectation, though. Is what I'm yeah, saying. But I've never said it. So you may not have said specifically if I expect something on Valentine's Day. Yeah. But you did set the expectation when you said Valentine's Day is really important to me. Yeah. So it wasn't as direct as what I'm doing, but it is yeah. still setting an expectation yeah. in your relationship with the things that you need. So I would call out for you, like, when Zarif is traveling, yeah. you expect to get a text message or to get an update yeah. or for you to know, like, where he's out on the plane, like... That had to have been a somewhere along the lines, a conversation of you setting an expectation. Yeah, I guess you make it just sound so serious. <laughs> I have to be super direct with Jared. So, yeah, like when Zerf gets on a plane, I'm like, okay, text me when you get there. I guess that's my expectation. Mm-hmm. What happens when he doesn't? Then I call him. Yeah. The one time when his plane got diverted to Palm Springs, I may have freaked <laughs> out. Because he was not responding, and then I went online and tracked his flight, and he was going to Palm Springs, and of course, I go to worst possible case scenario, and that there's been some kind of terror attack, and his plane is now diverted. But that's just me being unrealistic (laughs) in the world. But what I'm saying, so even the whole, whole, like, text me when you land, that's still setting an expectation of, you're looking for this, but if he 
consistently didn't do it, you would probably say, oh, I would assume, I guess I should ask you, would you say, hey, it's really important to me yeah. that you text me when you land? Like, yeah. every like time. I have anxiety over flying, it would yes. be really, it, yeah. So that is setting an expectation and saying what you need in a relationship. Yeah. So it would need. get more serious if he messed up a few times. Yeah. Usually I don't think he does. Well, that's good. <laughs> you have a Zarif who... Well, no. Let's Zarif, be clear. Zarif messes up plenty. <laughs> and so do I. We both mess up plenty. Plenty. Zarif is the kind of guy who over four days of being together in Phoenix would check in and out of four different Marriott hotels in order to... And, and different brands of Marriott yeah. in order to maximize point gathering. Yeah. I'm just saying that's who Zarif is. Meanwhile, Jared's like, oh, that'll never happen. We're staying somewhere for four days. Even that alone would be a thing. Yeah. Zarif, I mean, those are the types, those are the times when I feel very convinced there is no doubt in my mind. <laughs> he is the man for me because he, when you move four hotels, I mean, I didn't even have to, okay, here's a great thing. Yeah. He was like, where do you want to stay? And I was like, I'm flexible. And I was like, I am in mega bonus right now. I sound so ridiculous. I'm in mega bonus right now. <laughs> so we get more points every time we stay somewhere new. And he just suggested it. Yeah. So that's like but, <laughs> That's because you guys are on the same page. and that. But there are plenty of time. I'm just really struggling thinking of something where we're not on the same page. Okay, here's one. We got engaged in October, early October. My expectation probably would be that we would have been married by the end of 2018. That has not been met. <laughs> yeah. Did you discuss that expectation? Did you ask for this? I said I would like... The problem is my reasoning is poor. Uh-huh. I understand your reasoning. Um, so, yeah, we discussed it. And... I think that it's best for everyone that we go ahead and wait till 2019. So, no. Bad example. No. Okay. (laughs) I guess it is. (laughs) That's a bad example because you've you've gone ahead and moved on to to a different... But your expectation was what you would have liked, though, is to be married in 2018. Yeah. And did you... Just to be clear for everyone out there, it's because I really hate odd numbers. So... (laughs) It's not like I'm anxious, like I'm trying to rush the wedding, being like Bridezilla. It's legit because I like even numbers. Yeah. So, just so we're all on the same page. It's awkward now. Yeah. I feel like it's not that awkward. I got, my anniversary is September 29th, 929-2006. But the 929 Still freaks me out now. Still makes me uncomfortable. I know. Why didn't I just wait a day or wait until October when it would have been an even month? No. I'm getting married in an odd month. Yeah, you're getting married in month. Just a quick side note. Do not. If you have not read the wedding poem, don't. If you have any superstition, don't read it. Because it will forever impact what month you choose to get married in. And all of the even months, they're bad. What? So, we'll get to that on another episode. I definitely feel like we are 100% going to need to talk about what this wedding poem is. We'll get to that next time. Back to asking for what we want and having unrealistic expectations. Well, I don't feel like my... Well, let's... 
I don't feel like my expectations are unrealistic. I'm just going to say that, too. Oh, but you said in the beginning, you're like, movies lie, so they set unrealistic expectations. Oh, so, so I guess that's fair. It has evolved to not having unrealistic expectations. Okay. I guess I'm just saying, if you are a 17, 18, 19... No. If you're under the under age 25, of 25, like, sweetheart, it does not work that way. It doesn't. He is not going to come sweeping you off your feet somewhere. Obviously, for Audra, it was a different experience. I'm telling you, look, if you feel like you are going to get some, like, standing in the rain, telling you how much that they love you in front of a crowd of people, and, like, flowers every day of your fucking life, like, that is it's unrealistic. It's divorce. It's not, you're going to have an unrealistic expectation. If you think that you are going to, he's always going to know what you're thinking, and he's going to be able to be ahead of the game, and, like, no, no, no. You are going to have no fights, no problems. There's going to be, like, always smooth sailing and everyone's just going to, everything's going to work out. Like, that's not realistic. It doesn't work that way. Do you think that you thought that? I think that I thought there would be way more romance in my relationship. Way more romance, way less fighting. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Do you feel like you fight differently? Than Jared? No. Now versus when 16 years ago. Oh, one. Hundred percent. So also set the stage. Zarif and I have known each other for thirteen years. Yeah. So also a long time. Yeah. Dated, then didn't date. Mm-hmm. Now dating and, and engaged. Mm-hmm. Um. So both long time. The way you fight in the beginning is so different. I feel like that. The the way you fight. Yeah. Is almost the biggest. And best change. Oh, for sure. That can come out of your relationship. Yep. And I feel like a lot of the fights are probably around what you're talking about, where there's these expectations that aren't being met and aren't being communicated. Right. And so I think a lot of, A, a lot of fighting stops because you just get better at communicating with each other and understanding how people hear and not just that, but how you control yourself yeah. and how, yeah. And then I think you also are just kinder. Yeah. And less childish. Oh, well, for slam sure. Slam doors. Yeah. Punch pillows, slam doors, throw throw things. I mean, I definitely have changed the way I fight. <laughs> well, slam door was like the extreme for me, but. Yeah, no. We went, we went a lot further than that. Um, but it ha- like it definitely has changed because that was through a lot of communication, a lot of like of almost ending and like coming back from that and like rebuilding all those things and having the clear communication to set expectations of when we fight, I don't want you like it bothers me when you do this and I would prefer if you fight this way or take a break or it meet like this is what hurts me or whatever mm-hmm. um, but that comes from asking what you need in a relationship and being clear and communicating so I think that you're right where it all kind of comes under communication mm-hmm. but I think that there's something really specific about saying this is my expectation and this is what I need and asking for that versus just like kind of passively asking or but do whatever you think that to me, it loses the romance that I have yeah. to ask for that. It a hundred percent does, but in my relationship, if I don't, I don't get it. Yeah, or I don't get it the way that I would like to get it. Sure. Um, but could you do a more generic 
ask for romance or it was just I've tried yeah yeah um but I've also tempered my expectation of what romance means so it's not like Jared does a really good job and I like want to make sure that it doesn't sound like he doesn't because he yeah. does like very much if I say like I need this or I'm missing this or it's been a little while since something's happened like he will for sure do it he does a really great job and sometimes he does it on his own too and it's a really nice surprise mm-hmm. like he is a he's very good to me in that way so I'm not saying he's not but there is a lot of my emotional needs are not something he like uh, he can uh, how am I trying to say like perceive yeah it's not um, so he does like he'll know like he can kind of pick up on it after so much time like he knows that this is like the trigger like all of a sudden like things are going to start happening because we're going to end up in a fight or something but um, I'm trying to say I'm probably very inarticulately but he can like logic away so he can actually explain away everything or he yeah. can logically define anything and so for him like I think sometimes he does it because it's he knows that there's like something that's coming or like if he doesn't do this then logically it's going to end up in this situation or mm-hmm. that I'm feeling insecure or whatever the case is right mm-hmm. like I think it's more of that than it is like he truly wants to do something nice for me. Yeah. I think he does sometimes for sure, but I don't always think that it is that way. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Like, I'm perfectly fine with this. Mm-hmm. But I think that that's where it comes from sometimes. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So I think that there, if there is an ex- expectation in a relationship that, like, they're just going to know, there's a lot of people that don't just know. Yeah. And to be fair, it's the same way for him. Like, I don't yeah. always know exactly what he wants. He has mm-hmm. to tell me, and I'm always telling like, tell me what you want. Otherwise, I don't know. Yeah. So I guess my point is, if there are people that are listening and you have a spouse or a partner that is saying, like, if they keep telling you, I'm not a mind reader, (laughs) legitimately take a second and say, holy shit, they're not a mind reader. Yeah. I can actually ask for what I want. And doing it in a way that's, like, really healthy and not demanding. There's a difference. But just, like, this is really important to me Mm -hmm. or it would be really helpful to me if you did X. Or I really am in need of X because of whatever, right? Yeah. So I think that there are people that don't have that in a relationship and it ends up being fighting and all these other things. Yeah. That's a great tip. Yeah. Pro tip from my marriage to yours. (laughs) (laughs) So good. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, that was my topic for today. Awesome. Okay. So if you like what we had to say today, go ahead and subscribe to our podcast, and uh, we'd love to hear from you. If you have any topic ideas or something you want to hear us talk about or um, want to share your feedback, if you have stories of times that you have set expectations or not set expectations or asked for what you wanted in a relationship, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at basicallypodcast at gmail.com. B-A-S-I-C-L-Y podcast dot at gmail.com. Um, so we would love to hear from you and don't forget to subscribe and tell your friends about how fucking amazing this podcast basically is. (laughs) Awkward sign off. (laughs) Hard to be. (laughs) Oh, ridiculous.